0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Toonami Therapy, today on August 18th of 2022. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to be, as usual, talking about some anime stuff we've been watching, much of which is on Toonami. Well, I, really, there's just one show we're covering and two movies, so... Uh, I mean, I get. How do you quantify majority? Because we're talking about more things that are on Toonami, four shows, but if you tally up the amount of that we're discussing I think the movie would be movies would be total more. Mm-hmm. But yes, we'll get to the Fate Stay, uh Night Heavens Feel movies. Well the first two anyway, uh after we get through the Tsunami stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. First things first, is there any new exciting news to share?
1: Uh you would know better than me.
0: Oh. Okay. Let me just take a quick uh, look to see, oh, it it looks like we do have some, um, some mini-series called Housing Complex C that starts in a few weeks. It's only, uh, looks like it's, um, only four episodes, though, so that'll be airing, it looks like it's some horror series that'll be running, uh, in October. So, oh, sorry, did I say two, uh, weeks for some reason? I, uh, no, 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 that's more like six weeks. I, I forgot that there was, I forgot that there was a month between August and October. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's move into our tsunami stuff. We'll start with Primal, episode 15, which has nothing, basically nothing to do with, um, the rest of the plot. <laughs> uh, instead of, you know, it being about Spear and Fang, we, we cut to like, uh, What I think is the 19th century, where these people talking about, like, um, people regressing to primal roots or whatever, and then a crazy, weird, um, uh, like, uh, guy comes in and is attacking them, and the episode is mostly them trying to fend him off, uh, and it's quite weird... (laughs) Ultimately, one of the guys ends up having to ends up like beating him off by for after ripping his shirt off for no reason, you know, like with a stick or something, and you know. Then the other guy goes, and there you have it, because that showed people would regress to their primal things or whatever. I'm not sure why you. It's so weird because the bad guy, like you, can hurt him with punches and stabbing him, but every single gunshot misses him. It's it's yeah. it, it's kind it's kind of weird that way. So um, I, I don't even know what I think about this episode because I mean I can't say I didn't enjoy some bits of it because you know there's dialogue and stuff which was nice, um, but it also ha- had nothing to do with anything else in the show. It, it felt like some sort of almost April Fool's joke, and um, we also have the. And there's also just a weird fact that everything just kind of seems forced to get to the ending point. So It's like, like, I'm just thinking, look, you've got guns and yet they, they all miss him. So like everything, I know people say guns are useless. That's like the joke, but like every, it seems everything else can hit him arrows. Sure. Like, you know, punches. Yeah. That hurts him. What kills him is some like stabbing and some stuff, but guns just can't even hit the guy. That all mm-hmm. just kind of felt forced.
1: Well, my problem with it is that this show is all style and no substance and you've got all these big elaborate fights, but ultimately it doesn't even mean anything because we never saw any of these characters before and uh, there's no reason for me to care about any of these characters, It just Okay, we're just going to do an episode where three guys get attacked by one uh, crazy person, and and then they do all the action and stuff, which is great animation and all. But I don't care about the animation because I, I, the, these characters have never been uh, developed for me. They're just been just they appeared out of nowhere. So. Yeah, I, I I feel like maybe this show is winning Emmys because it's got good animation, but that's all it's got.
0: Well, I I, I feel like it's it, it the for past season at least. I mean, I, it had that, but at least it had you know the same characters and stuff. Although I'll admit I wasn't huge on the uh, original like the first season either so there's stuff for that but yeah I I don't know I mean I can't say I necessarily disliked this uh I mean I in some ways I enjoyed it a lot more than some of the other stuff especially in the first season but at the same time I'm just left thinking I mean this is so completely different and having nothing to do with uh anything so it's just weird that way um, yeah, so that was, um, that episode, just, just so, such a weird thing. I, 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 at first I was wondering, oh, is this like a commercial or something? Is, or, and then I realized, no, the show has actually started. Hmm. Huh. Oh, I just saw a comment, someone, um, wrote because I was glancing over something. The and there you have it. As I said, that this closing line can be applied to just about anything that happens in Primal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um. Right. So we've gotten that done. Then we'll move to Yashahime, episode twenty-seven. So we get um some flashback stuff about uh that goes into. Uh, about rain and being put into the tree of ages and being frozen or whatever. And, um, I, my, I, what I'm confused about this episode is I'm not sure how much of this stuff we knew already and how much we didn't like, they mentioned that, uh, Oh, what was his name? The, um, the guy, the, 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 the guy, he, Oh, who, 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 the subtitle always like says like pirate or something, even though he really only had the pirate thing in the first appearance and then stopped. Do you do you, do you know do you, uh, what's his name? I'm I'm like I'm going crazy. Well, well, uh, hang on, I'm I'm looking up the characters. Well, anyway, the main care. So we get a bunch of backstory on that stuff. We uh have the main characters who are out and then on um, they end up talk finding this weird talking uh tree who they end up managing to get directions from and then there was also some stuff with okay what's his name I'm going crazy on this I'm sorry I am very do you know who I'm talking about No. um
1: Ki- Kirin Maru? Is that who you're talking about? No,
0: the guy who I think was wor- the, working cuz Kirin Maru is like the demon guy. I I mean the one who um who was like working for him. Like he didn't he always like have those earrings and he always like would flick them and something it would make something happen. Let's see. Or... Okay. Okay, Riku, that's it. I apologize for everything. I'm talking about Riku. Yeah, so then it mentions that he was made from Kirin Maru's horn or something, and I was thinking, did we know that before, or is this new information? Um. Anyway, uh, so that was basically the episode.
1: Yeah, it felt like a lot of this stuff was like a refresher from the last season. Because I thought we knew we knew for sure that Rin had her, you know, fate tied with zeros and yeah yeah it just it just felt like we were rehashing stuff from the first season which you know I I thank them for allowing me to know this stuff better so that. You know, it, it helps. It helps me uh, remember what what is going on with Rin and all of that. But it just feels like we've gone three episodes so far, and what have we managed to do in three episodes? We we got Setsuna back, and that's pretty much it. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Yeah, and one weird thing is the part where showing the flashback, and then I think Jockin was the one who was saying this. He says um, Reen was about eighteen, and and but this flashback has her at when he's referring to that. This is after she's given birth, so clear. So I guess you could say that maybe, and I'm just thinking, okay, she is getting like. I guess you can say, okay, she was 18 when, you know, she got pregnant still. And, you know, it was just late in her 18th year. She gave birth and stuff. But I mean, I know this is like the feudal era, so I shouldn't be, you know, imposing, Oh, you know, 18 is, it is like a, the right age thing, but it, but it just seems like by specifying that, it makes it so that a bunch of the stuff you could use to excuse the kind of creepy fact that Shomaru um, totally um, had sex with her, and, which isn't just the fact that it it's not just her a- the age technically, it's the fact that she ki- he was kind of her adopted father.
1: Right, right. <laughs> and Yeah. <laughs> and when I, we're... Yeah. I just wanted to say... I, I'll let you finish. I just want you to say that uh, Sosobaru and Rin is like the number one shipping from induyasa And people are like, they'll die for that shipping. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My problem, I guess, is more the fact that they say that, and it's the fact that it happened that early because i could like say okay you know as she grew older she fell for the guy but if we're doing it this early that means there must have been feelings and stuff before then and the whole thing just takes on um some like uh kind of not so great implications although ironically i saw some a bunch of people react to the mention of 18 and saying oh yeah sure she's 18 and they viewed it as the series trying to justify it by saying no really she was 18 um when ironically, I was thinking, yeah, no, that seems a little young. At, um, still, mm-hmm. like it, my it was their it it was a relationship prior to this that makes it more problematic to me. It, if it rather, um, it, because most of the stuff you can think, okay, she grew up and then she stopped seeing him as father and all that stuff. And I'm thinking, but that really works better if she's a bit older. I I don't know. It's just weird. There's just all these weird things about the relationship. And I feel like the series with this is kind of, I guess this does at least clarify she wasn't younger than that, like some people thought, but it does, it does just, but also making it definitely like this, it makes it so that some of, like, you know, the things you could kind of put away and just say, oh, well, you know, maybe she was older or maybe all this stuff, like, gets hard. You, you can't do that as much.
1: Yeah, it, it's creepy. Uh, I, I agree. And, by the way, Jockin got a new voice actor, which, you know, isn't surprising because it's been so long since the original. But this guy sounds nothing like the original Jockin, And... It loses a lot of the charm that Jockin had because Jockin had more of a higher voice, so he he sounded more helpless and and stuff. Now he, he kind of sounds just more normal, and he it, it loses the effect of Jockin being like desperate to stay with Susumu all the time. So. I'm disappointed in the recasting of that, but I know they really can't really do anything about that.
0: Okay. All right. So that was Yashihime. Then we move on to Lupin the Third, Part Six, Episode Sixteen. So uh, Goemon, Goemon, Goemon um, ends up uh, being uh, working as a model for a fashion designer. Uh, he ends. Up using the th- the opportunity to improve his abilities in some ways. Ultimately, uh, there's a there's like you know a big fashion show and stuff. But you know, uh, Lupin ends up interfering, and then Zenigata gets in uh, is after Lupin, and a whole lot of crazy stuff happens. But what would you know? It everyone misinterprets the whole um, thing as some sort of like wacky um, skid, and it's all a big success.
1: Yeah. Um I wasn't too fond of this episode.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it it was kind of boring in the first half. I think it got a little more interesting in the second half. The fashion designer though, I feel like her voice seemed familiar, but I couldn't uh of I I wasn't able to find out what her uh voice actor was. Um yeah, I don't know if I have much else to say about it. Do You?
1: No, I mean it's it, it wasn't really that good of an episode. Oh yeah, the and and then that was really weird. That whole Goemon, uh, fasten thing. That that this was weird. It was like, okay, we need to have we just gave Jigen an episode, so now we got to give Go Goemon. And I don't know how to say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we have to give him an episode, but they really didn't give him an episode. You know, it was just kind of like just going on acting stupid, and uh, and then you had all that other crap. And Zennigada, I don't know. This just seemed to me that he's like gotten stupider. <laughs> like, I mean. At least in the past, it was like he was competent. And and Lupin would find crazy ways of getting away. But now it's just like Zenigata is a complete moron. And it doesn't matter what Lupon does because Zenigata is just that gullible and, and just stupid, you know? So, yeah, I... I liked it whenever Lupin like had a real rivalry with him. Now it doesn't feel like a rivalry; it feels just like kind of a an old joke, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so we'll move on to One Piece episodes five hundred seventy-three to five hundred seventy-four. Uh, the end of this arc, really. Uh, The first one is called Finally Time to Go, Goodbye Fishman Island. And, uh, yeah, well, yeah, finally, um, Mm -hmm. like it says. Uh, But by finally, they mean finally at the end of the episode because they kind of stretch out them leaving for the episode, Uh, though Nami does get a new compass thing. So they do that. Then uh, they're off, and we get some random stuff of... Them just going through the water and coming across some uh, fish and whales that are apparently like at least of the same species as Laboon. We get uh, Brooke singing um, uh, Binx's Brew, uh, which was probably the best part of the two episodes. And uh, then at the end, they suddenly find themselves uh, like a bunch them facing a bunch of ships from the Marines, and uh, that's it.
1: And if you notice that first episode it was really badly padded out I mean that, that that was that was probably the most padded episode yet and because literally nothing happened in that episode all we had was was that princess saying asking Boofy to promise to come back someday, and that that's pretty much the only thing that happened. And but what is it about the main characters of Sonin's series that they all have to be, like, really hungry all the time and they love food? Because I, I've just seen this with too many Shonen, uh heroes who are, like, their main the main thing about their personality is that they love to eat and I just feel like it it gets a little old because uh, there's always this character who has to eat all the time and I mean I guess it's not just Shonen, I could think of Sojo that have it too but um, it just seems like an overused trope to me
0: Yeah, it is, it is common. Although I was suddenly stopping to think about it, and I was thinking, is it really? Is it like the It it was this was definitely a thing in Dragon Ball and One Piece, but how many other shonen series do have the main character have that trait? I, I mean, Naruto was big on ramen, but yeah, he, but he, it was just. That and I never got the impression that he was like a big eater, he just you know liked ramen, and that was it. Um, uh, uh there wasn't, uh, Ichigo didn't have anything like sort of um about eating that I remember, nor did um Deku or. Uh, I don't think Asta did. Charmy was the the one that was obsessed about food. But she wasn't the main... I I don't know if we're counting a series that has a character like that or if it has to be the main character.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I I guess it could be... it's It's just a very overused trope because almost every anime these days has one. So... Surprisingly, though, I can't think of one in Food Wars. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, th- that would be the perfect time to have uh, someone who likes to eat all the time, unless hmm. there is one, and I can't remember. Hmm.
0: I don't remember any offhand. I-, I mean, I guess, what was her um, name? Oh, I'm forgetting everyone's names. Um the, the the girl the one who had like the vampire fangs for some reason um, rindo rindo, or rindo okay because i was thinking rin and i'm like no that's not her name that's the name of a character from inuyasha and in fate's day night but not the, but i don't think that's it rindo that's it yeah i guess she was kind of into that but uh that was more about trying a bunch of different <laughs> things so yeah, it's one of those tropes that like you think is everywhere and then you stop and you're thinking, well, maybe it's not as common. But yeah, they definitely do that big time with Luffy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I felt like these two episodes got us nowhere except for the final scene where we see the Navy show up, which I will never understand. I've had people... Try to explain to me the difference between the Navy and the Marines in real life, and I still don't get it. So, uh, <laughs> I I guess the Marines are technically part of the Navy, and that's why they don't have a football team. Um, <laughs> I've always asked the question: Why doesn't both the Marines have a football team? And uh, I guess that that's the reason. I know. I know. One Piece has nothing to do with that. I just, I just thought it was funny because I, I'm so bad with military stuff. I, I, I have a friend who served two tours overseas, and every time I try to wish him, like a Happy something happy day it's so all I'm always wishing him the wrong one because you got Memorial Day you got Armed Forces Day and you got Veterans Day <laughs> so I'm always uh, picking the wrong one
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fun to hear um, Binx's brew, or at least, well, the original one I think is Binx Sake, but they translated it as brew to make, you know, it flow better. I'm a little disappointed there doesn't seem to be a, like, a simple version of the character, like a nice mp3 of just the characters or a character seeing it in English. You can only find it, you know, from the context of the series, but, you know, then in all those cases, it's interspersed with noises or other characters talking. I I, I think you can find, like, it on a CD in Japanese, the original one uh, for the song, but not in English, unfortunately. I think I actually found uh, once where someone did Someone did do an English cover of it, in, and I on YouTube or something. But I don't have no idea who it di- was or where it came from. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was that that was fun to hear again. But other than that, yeah, it was just um. Well, we're moving forward, and then some stuff is going to happen next episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Also, um, this is one of those things where Luffy and some of the others, you know, they just act so they they end up like getting into like a problem just because they're being stupid and Nami wasn't around to stop them and you're kind of just wondering man, why does Nami put up with them at this point? Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah, how about
1: that thing where uh, Sanji says they have roll call and he only calls Nami and uh, Robin and then
0: it's like doesn't call anyone else. That was <laughs> oh, kind of funny, yeah. Okay, so uh, that's one piece. Let's move on to our non tsunami stuff. So we got Birdie Wing, Episode 7.
1: Yeah, so we're back to the underground golf course, which uh, it's kind of like Tokyo 3 in Evangelion where – you know, they push the button and then all the buildings come out of the the ground and come up and make it into a city. And that, that's kind of the same thing they do with this. Except I think of it as, well, these parts of the golf course are on certain tracks. So how, how do they change tracks to uh, move the obstacles around? I mean, if you've got something on one of those tracks, it's not going to be very easy to move it from one track to the other. So that was a little confusing. Um, They have their, they have a mat and everything um, Eve can do. The other person can do better. And it keeps going on and on and on. And then finally, the other person has her hand fall off because apparently sees a robot or something. I don't know. So uh, that's where it ends. Um, a, an, an okay episode, but not great.
0: So I had a question because I was wondering about something, and you know way more about golf. Well, actually I had two, so I'll start with the first one. So in this one, when the other person, they shoot their um, their uh, the ball, and then it hits the other ball and as a result ends up closer to the hole than it would have otherwise. Now, like, what are the rules for when that happened? Can you actually, like, what happens if yours does hit the other ball?
1: OK, what happens is wherever your ball ends up, that's where it ends up. But the person whose ball you hit ha- gets replaced back at the spot it was before. Okay. So so, yeah, you could you could uh, hit a shot off someone else's ball and have it go into the hole. In fact there was once a hole in one where someone sought it and someone was on the green and it bounced off their putter and bounced right into the hole for a hole in one and it counted. Um, So yeah, if, if no, where your ball goes, you know, that's where it ends up. But the original person's ball uh, gets placed back at the spot where it was in the first place
0: okay then that um the other question is there's like a bunch of cases here where from a decent pretty far distance they um hit it towards a green and then it either actually lands straight into the hole or just only barely misses it now uh, are are people actually does is that as common as the episode made it seem <laughs> or no no <laughs> no that's that's ridiculous it uh,
1: the the fact that they were going for eagles on a par four and uh, that that rarely ever happens rarely so yeah that 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 was a bit ridiculous that they were trying for eagles on that part 4 because i mean they do happen from time to time but usually that's they happen whenever uh the green is close enough that you can drive it onto the green in one shot so yeah that that was ridiculous i agree
0: okay the um uh one the last thing uh, this was a weird one where they shoot where she shoots it and it goes really far. And then there's like a sc- computer screen where they are that just gives them instantaneously how far it went. Now, th- is there any actual technology for that or is that just on the same level as the transforming golf course?
1: Oh yeah, that there's definitely there's more than that. You can in fact, if you watch a golf broadcast, they'll tell you how much the ball curves and everything. You got very super sophisticated technology in golf these days you can find out anything really exactly how far a ball goes how far it is to the hole you know how how high it went in its flight you know all that kind of stuff how much of a curve it had yeah all those all those things
0: are real life things okay and uh, I, I know I'm sorry I'm asking about all these questions, but I do need to check. Is it is it a common occurrence for someone's arm to snap off, and it turns out it's a robot <laughs> arm? Has that happened?
1: That has not happened yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was the part where where the series just kind of remembers. No, no, we we really need to go for something crazy. We've already, we've already yep. gotten you used to the transforming golf course, so. <laughs> initially when we saw it I thought oh it's like a meta it's like a metaphorical to show that like she really hurt her arm with that thing and like no then you just see it snap off and it's a robot arm mm. so I guess we'll see if she's a robot or if it's just a cyborg or what yeah okay all right and that is the uh, TV mm. series we watched uh, now it's uh, do you want to give the top three
1: before we move on?
0: Yeah, we might as well, because we're not going to be counting the movies in them. Um, yeah, for for my top three, I, I think I would be putting them in the order of... Um, okay, so I would... I'm always forgetting to set these things up. Okay, I'll just put it in this um order. I would put primal in third place one piece despite all the padding in second and then i would say the best one we watched was birdie wing
1: mine's actually very similar um for third place i have one piece second place i have Yashihime, and first place birdie wing so uh yeah Lupin didn't cut it for me this week it it was a very uninteresting episode. So, um, yeah, I, as much as one piece was padded out, I did, I did enjoy it. So, uh, it gets the third place there.
0: Okay. All right. Let's move on to the movies then. So, um, do you want to tackle them one at a time? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with the first one, Heaven's Feel 1, which is called... Uh, actually, I can't remember what its subtitle was. Was, was it like uh, Lost well, Presage Butterf-
1: Flower or something? Oh,
0: yeah, Presage Flower. Lost Butterfly was the second one. Well, what does presage even mean? Let me check. Um, okay, dictionary says it's... Um, a uh, sign or warning that something, typically something bad will happen. Mm. Okay, so we're here in the adaptation of the third and final route of the game, uh, the Sakura route. Um, So I will save. Uh, So basically this one, uh, in case people can't remember exactly where it goes, this goes from the start and it ends basically right after saber gets um apparently defeated and consumed by uh i can't remember if it was a weird darkness thing or if it was the assassin uh, the the version of assassin we see here is called true assassin i think um Mm. uh which of those it is but yeah that's about where it goes to so man i have a lot of um random thoughts on these things um go ahead go right ahead i don't mind okay okay um, so, I am a little wondering exactly what uh, what makes this route this route, because I don't think this really explicitly showed us, because the difference between the original anime, the Fate route, mm-hmm. and Unlimited Blade Works, both in the game and the anime, is that Shiro stops um, Saber before she uh, takes down Archer that's that's like the big that's the thing that then causes everything to turn out differently whereas this one i don't really know in the montage thing we see where it quickly goes through some of the stuff that um happened early on which and by the way this this movie will be incomprehensible if you haven't seen unlimited blade works (laughs) yeah really or, or at least maybe you can jump into it if you've seen the original anime. I don't know because I haven't seen it, but you this you, you can't even go into this if you start. You can't even go from Fate Zero to this. You have to have seen mm-hmm. Unlimited Blade Works or maybe the original anime because, like I said, the opening stuff is just relegated, you know, a lot of that stuff in a quick montage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like the difference in the game is that at the start, you, um, it's some early choice, you spend time with Sakura instead of doing something else, and that sets the stuff off, but the movie didn't really seem to make that quite clear, um, so a lot of the beginning stuff is kind of a retread, you, you know, they still go up against, uh, the um, all that stuff happens, they, uh, Rin and, uh, shiro still go up against berserker although archer's not really around because he got slashed by saber which we didn't which was shown in the montage i wish it had been made a little more explicit because i almost missed the fact that that was different um because i'm sure a lot of people here like me must have just seen fate zero then this then unlimited blade works then heaven's feel so mm-hmm. there's that uh Before we go on, do you want to say anything? You watched this more recently than I did because originally we were going to watch it a few weeks ago but we weren't able to so only I watched it. Then you watched this and then we watched the second uh, together. So, I... Yeah,
1: um... I didn't find it too interesting actually. I thought it was... It was kind of average but uh, nothing about it really stood out to me and... Uh, I think I disliked it a little more because I accidentally bought the uh subversion <laughs> and the subversion just the characters seem a lot different so uh yeah, yeah, I thought it was just about average
0: okay, yeah, um. So in regards to that, I enjoyed it more than that, uh, I think. But definitely not as much as Unlimited Blade Works. Uh, Mm -hmm. I did definitely notice there were some... Since this is a different route, there are a bunch of things that are different. Like Caster Caster gets killed off pretty unceremoniously and Mm -hmm. quickly. It's kind of like I commented in unlimited blade works how you know it seemed a little disappointing that rider just got killed off so quickly and unceremoniously but i said but i've heard that she gets more attention in heaven's feel so you know that makes sense so i guess it's reversed with caster um i and we also get assassin you know uh some true version of him emerges or something and is more powerful and more evil or something. I, I was not clear exactly why that happened. I, I, I think that was what I mentioned before. I'm a little unclear as to why some of these things are so different uh, and why they're different, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's see. We've also... Also, uh, it's it's weird because um, Ilya, it seemed to me, was like the most psychotic in her first appearance <laughs> in this one than like in Unlimited Bladeworth. Because she says this line and I wrote it down because it's the one where she's talking to a Berserker and she's referring to Saber. And Ilya says she's got the ability to regenerate her body so you can violate her after beheading her. And then this is getting a little ahead, but in the second movie, uh, she's just like, yeah, I guess I'm a good guy now. Uh (laughs) Um, Yeah, a few other things. I did get a legitimate laugh out of the part where uh, Shinji shows up and he's acting all confident. He's like, Ryder, destroy them. And then, like, Saber just, like, practically one-shots Ryder and Shinji's just kind of sitting, left there standing and looking stupid. Uh Mm-hmm. Um, although it does seem to me that Rider's power level in these two seems to like vary so wildly because like she gets complete she gets clowned by Saber, but then like puts up a really strong fight against Assassin who beats Saber. So I I, I don't know is it a rock paper scissors thing? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't like know. like do Saber are Sabers just good against Riders or something?
1: Yeah, that- that's possible. I I. I don't know enough about the Fate series to know.
0: Um, we got that. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily have too much else to say about it other than it was weird to me when Shiro is meeting with Kirei and Shiro's like, uh, later on and he's like really angry at kirei and I'm thinking, why is he angry at him? He kirei hasn't done anything to you yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're had that. So that's all my random stuff. Oh, uh, Lancer um gets killed again. He's one of <laughs> those guys who just gets I, I I guess his role is just to die in each um one. Although suppo- I heard someone i saw someone say that the people were kind of disappointed the way he went out in the game. So in the anime, they at least made sure he had a cool fight.
1: <laughs>
0: all right. So, yeah, I liked it on the whole, but not as much as Unlimited Blade uh, works. Um, or even if I were just to compare it to, like, the first third of Unlimited Blade works. But, you know, it was decent. Um, It's weird I'm saying all this stuff, and I didn't, haven't really mentioned that much about... Um, soccer but because it kind of felt like in her own um like route she didn't have a big presence in the first movie mm-hmm. all right anything yeah. else to say about it things you'd agree or disagree with me on
1: well i i think that Sakura is so weird to be made into like a it's just I don't know whenever we watch the original it felt like Sakura had really no role in the series whatsoever so it feels kind of weird having her as the main star um so yeah i i don't i don't mind it i just i just feel like it doesn't make much sense for him and Sakura to be as close to each other as they are yeah but, yeah, exactly what you said.
0: Yeah, and that uh, is a perfect thing to bring us into the second uh, movie, because that's where it really does start to focus a lot more on <laughs> her. Because um, she got some in the first movie, I'll be fair, definitely a lot more than in Unlimited Blade Works, or uh, I don't think she did much in the original series either.
1: No, definitely not. Yeah. In fact, I thought that other girl had... Uh, remember there's another girl who used to cook? I forget who that was.
0: Oh, the the person, um, oh, what, uh, was it Taiga? Something like that? Are you you talking about, um, what's, what is her name again? You mean like the person who's kind of like, uh, Shiro's guardian? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, she got more... She got more focus than Sakura did in that one.
0: Yeah, Taiga, that's her name. Yeah, so uh, I I guess now we're on to the second one, um, where it does focus a lot more on uh, Sakura. Um, So this one goes up until... uh, I'm trying to remember exactly where it ended... This was the part where... Oh, yeah. Um, then, uh... Let's see. Oh, wait. Dang. I, um... I was looking at... Oh, Sakura killed Shinji? I thought she uh, just really wounded him. Maybe i I guess I missed the fact that she killed him. Because um, <laughs> I'm looking at the synopsis. Well, I feel stupid. <laughs> uh yeah okay i guess he um died then and she got all like uh possessed by a shadow okay so that's where we are there um so okay i talk i kind of uh do you want to take the lead on this one mm-hmm. uh, or do you want me to i'd rather if you
1: do it because you're much better at uh okay summarizing things
0: okay so we've gotten that so um Sabers gotten all corrupted or something by the darkness or whatever. It mm-hmm. um the, oh the shadow they call it the shadow. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. That makes more. That was what it was. Um So yeah, this one uh, it's kind of weird cuz Shiro and Sakura just kind of end up together. <laughs> it 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 felt like so I, I I really should go back and see the original series. I know I know everyone says it's like it's much weaker than the other stuff, but I feel like I wanna see it so I can experience it and understand it um more. But like Unlimited Blade Works, he and Rain didn't really get together until pretty late into it. Whereas here we're like, okay, I guess we're together now. Oh, let's have sex several times too. <laughs> that 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 was that was very surprising that they had that because um so I mentioned this before, the original visual novel of this had some um, explicit, like, uh, sex scenes in it, because, um, uh, well, I, get, I, I think originally, the they, I think the, they told the author that they should add it, because, like, you know, that would make it more popular. And, I mean, it was a successful um, game, so maybe that was it, maybe it wasn't. There weren't that many of them, and from what I've heard, they were really badly written. <laughs> <laughs> um but in the other series, they like you know uh, like re- got rid of them or replaced them with something else. Like they said, oh, so you need to have sex to like restore man or something. Well, in Unlimited Blade Works, and I think the original anime said, no, it's like a magical coil transfer thing, or a magical <laughs> crest transfer. And this and this one, it's it's a little weird. So the so there's like because I looked it up in um <clears throat> Ed, it, it's you. So the um, wiki for the series, uh, well, technically, um, it's like the Type Moon wiki, but it includes all the stuff about fate. If you look at the synopsis of the different of the game's routes, um, you know, because it has a fairly detailed description for each of them. There's an if you just search for like the forward um, slash one. Well, once you get past all the times that uh, triggers into the Fate Stay Night, it'll. Uh, the title, it'll list a bunch of things like it'll say, Oh, this happens slash and this was what happened in the Realta Nua version of the game, which uh which toned down a bunch of um stuff or cut those out, which the animes followed for um so for example, the, the original version of the game, yeah, they they totally have sex. Well the um realta nua alike just said, okay, they like sleep together, you know, but not with but not like in that sense, in like, you know, <laughs> the the actual sleeping thing. And this one, uh so it cut out one um part where uh so I'm looking at this. So the m- film cut out a part where Shiro has a dream about um uh Reen having sex with him. Th- that's just mm-hmm. completely gone. Um from here. The real Tanua just had her drain his blood. Uh then there's another one where the first time he and uh, man it feels so weird for me to be talking this much about this subject but (laughs) in the original game there's the part where he and sakura do it and but in this one that's the part where she just drinks his blood instead Uh which was what uh again the uh the realta new that was like when it was put onto the playstation and um stuff and things um changed uh but then (laughs) like after that they and they're like nope they, they they go at it definitely in the movie so that was very surprising um to see that they actually kept that i mean they don't show anything particularly explicit you know it's not really any worse than what you would see in rent a girlfriend yeah but, uh but it's just notable to me that oh wow they they did that not not sure i mean i not sure what i if i think that worked well or not but yeah they they totally went there um
1: I have a question.
0: Like, what this
1: game? Is it just a visual novel where you just make choices and things end up because of your choices, or does it require skill to play?
0: It's just a matter. It's choices, um, okay. essentially. I I mean, there's some skill in making the right choices. I think there is some mm-hmm. stuff like. If you look at the list of bad endings, for example, in this route, which I looked—well, I looked at them up to the point where we watched the movie, so I didn't spoil anything else. Like a bunch. Sometimes, if you make the wrong choice, but in other things, like if you didn't get their affection level at, with you high enough, some bad stuff happens. Or, man, whatever. I want to
1: see these bad endings. I, I want, I want to see what horrible ways. <laughs> this ledge, that would be pretty fun to look at um, I don't know how I could find that out without playing it but uh. if
0: uh, if you go to the type moon fandom wiki that's just type moon.fandom.com and if you search for heavens uh, for any of the routes so if you search for heavens feel and make sure you look at the route uh, the article on the route and if you scroll down towards the bottom for that or unlimited blade works or fate and it'll like list them for you. Uh, for example, one of the ones that happened in this one is a part where, um, there's a part where Shiro is considering killing Sakura. Well, you get that choice. And if you choose yes, then Ryder just kills Shiro um, to stop him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, there's that thing. There's another thing. Oh, if you, there's apparently an option where when Ryder is attacking uh, them with the uh, petrification thing, it says, like, uh, if Shiro decides to close his eyes and attack Ryder, he gets petrified by looking at Ryder's eyes in his imagination. <laughs> his stone body falls and breaks into pieces. So, yeah, there's a bunch of that um, stuff. So you can look at that. Might I'm want... going to
1: have to do this because uh, I I was always uh, felt gypped by the Rei Nami raising project, the fact that I could only get the one ending, <laughs> and and it was presumably the bad ending, but, uh, I mean, if there were multiple bad endings, that would have been pretty cool. I, I, I wouldn't have minded uh, screwing up some other way, but it seems that all the bad endings, uh, all the bad play Ends up with the same bad ending, so yeah, I I see YouTube has some bad ending discussions, so I might have to check those out.
0: Um, yeah, there's like several things like in the fate, uh, in route I I looked at those. If you um at the start where when Kiray asks you, hey, do you want to like keep going, um to, like, quit the Holy Grail War, you apparently get the choice there. And then it says if you choose not to use it, um, yeah. Two of his command s- seals are removed by Kirei. He, uh like, exits and uses last one to end his contract. But then Shiro encounters Elya and Berserker. Shiro is torn apart by Berserker before Elia proceeds to curse him so that he cannot die or lose consciousness unless his head is destroyed, and then takes his head so that she can torture him indefinitely. What? That's one of the bad endings. Uh it's weird cuz Elia is like so completely psychotic early on and then in this movie she's like, "Well, I guess well, hi, I'm a good guy now." And her parents weren't bad people, were they? Uh, Iris Veil wasn't. Well, she got well, Iris Veil got killed and uh Kiritsugu was banned from interacting further with, um, Ilya afterwards, so presumably that whoever raised her after that was the reason why she ended up sort of this weird. (laughs) It's just weird to me that she's so completely psychotic, and then she's, and then afterwards, she's just like, well, I guess, you know, I'm not, like, even in Unlimited Blade Works, too, she, they, they went to try, um, she was crazy the first time, and then afterwards was just not, so... Um yeah, so a uh, few other things I say i mean i liked uh I like Elia, so her being around is nice it's just such a it just seems like such a sudden shift for her mm-hmm. um uh let's see there's also that weird part where um there's that weird part where. It, it turns into like this weird dream of hers and she's talking in rhyme and you're, and you're just thinking what the heck is going on here? And then you find, Oh no, this is just what she's seeing. She's actually just going around murdering people and eating them. She just mm-hmm. thinks it's this. So yeah, that was kind of a weird shift. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so those are a bunch of the like more minor things. I definitely do think, yeah, some of that sexual stuff seemed a little like, um, for the rest of this year compared to the other things, at least in the anime to be a bit uh, much, in- including a part where it looks like Sakura might be feeling herself up I'm not sure yeah. if that's exactly what was going on, but it looked like that I was, think- I was thinking, I-, I don't know okay, I-, I don't know if you needed to show us that, but
1: Yeah, that was like a run of girlfriend special right. right there Yeah
0: <laughs> Speaking of which
1: I've been I've been uh hearing that fans of Rent a Girlfriend have been getting uh viciously attacked online. So apparently it's not enough that the series goes down a wrong path later on, but that anyone who likes the show is now getting dunked on by uh random twitter trolls mm. so
0: <laughs> okay so those are my more random thoughts uh in which i discussed sexual stuff way more than i um really wish i uh uh had um so i i guess i want to get to the main stuff well, let's talk yeah. sa- sakura here because that's mm-hmm. like the big thing for me and i just need to ask an issue I've kind of have been having with this. Uh, I mean, it's not, uh, is it seems like she's just kind of there. I mean, I can't say she's just there to be Shiro's love interest. She has a bunch of plot importance. Otherwise, like, you know, she, um, she's like, uh, she's, how do you say, you know, she's being possessed by the shadow or whatever. And there, and, She's Ryder's true master, which we didn't know in the previous ones. We thought it was Shinji, but it turns out she's actually, but Shinji made um, her give command to him, and then um, only, and it's only in this one where she does that stuff. But it, I, I feel like she she might have plot importance, but as a character, I can't really think of too much to say other than well, she's got a pretty screwed up backstory in which she. Uh, was, uh, you know, uh, abused physically and sexually by her family, and um, then uh, and uh, she's uh, Shiro's girlfriend in this one, and I'm just like, okay, but like, is there more to her? It it seems like so much of this is just like, well, she's Shiro's significant other, because, uh, you know, it's her route. Is this just me?
1: No, it it really did seem uh, kind of weird and um yeah uh i it it came out of nowhere really because she was you know not i guess maybe because it didn't happen in in the other two series i watched i guess i kind of think of her as a non-entity And now that she's, like, super close to Shiro is kind of weird. And Shiro has, like, an absolute obsession with her, which is also kind of creepy. Like, he didn't have that obsession over Tosaka in Unlimited Blade Works. You know, they just kind of, uh, you know, eventually fell in love with each other. But there wasn't, like, this obsession that Shiro kind of has in this movie for Sakura. So, yeah, just some weird, really weird things, you know?
0: Yeah, and there's also the fact that uh, she didn't really have much in the other routes. Like, like if you look at Rin and Saber, okay, Rin was important in the original anime. I know that much. Mm-hmm. And Saber was... Important in unlimited blade works. Now, obviously, they were secondary to each other. Saber did a lot less and got less focus in unlimited blade works than she did the original anime. Obviously, but she still got focus. She was still important. And and this is again, so unlimited blade works. There's nothing romantic with um, Shiro and Saber, but Saber was still like a pretty uh, decent character, I thought. But mm-hmm. Sakura is just like barely. Lean there so that's kind of the issue she's suddenly super important when in the previous uh, one she wasn't right it, it is my understanding that originally what the game the plan for the game was that Fate's Day night would just have a saber and arena route and then there would be a sequel game that would have a route for Sakura and apparently Elia also <laughs> um, and that ended up kind of midway through production got scrapped and so they kind of had to take the ideas they had for the soccer and the Elia route and kind of combine them in order to get things ready in time, which I I, I like because I, I talked to someone quite a while ago. I was actually I actually had like a conversation online with someone about this because I was kind of interested in some of this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. This was back. I, I can't remember if we were watching Unlimited Blade Works or Fate Zero, but and they were kind of talking about how some of the things – like, didn't seem like they necessarily made that much sense because, like, it seemed like they were kind of grafted on from a different thing. Although some of the stuff they were talking about I don't think has happened quite yet, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they did mention that apparently this is actually... The movie, despite the problems we've been giving, is apparently an improvement over a bunch of the problems that the games route had because, you know, they kind of had to push it together with several different um, things to get it out in time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, apparently, um, um, Sakura, apparently, in the game, got got less focus for... Qu- even in her own route, it took a while for her to get real focus. And the movies, like, you know, tried to increase the amount of attention paid to her. So even if it's not the greatest in the movies, it's apparently better... Uh, again, this is all hearsay. This is all what mm-hmm. someone told me. Maybe right. it, it's totally wrong. But um, the other thing... Was apparently <laughs> there was there was like a kind of a subplot throughout a bunch of the stuff where um, Shiro's totally like lusting after Reen in this route until eventually he's just like yeah I guess I like Sakura more and that's uh, mm-hmm. there and that's basically almost completely taken out here. Uh, some triggering factor in the game towards Sakura going down the sort of darker path is that she gets jealous of Shiro spending time with Reen um which which apparently is like clipped out also so these things if they're true do sound like they're improvements it including that weird part where she you know is the dream sequence apparently that was to establish no she doesn't she didn't really know what she was doing when she was killing those people so Mm -hmm. there there's a number of uh things so it did sound to me like the movie did improve some of the problems in the game, which apparently was one of the reasons, which apparently helped Sakura become a m- more popular. Cause again, this is all hearsay, but they uh, were telling me, Oh no, people used to really hate soccer because uh-huh. of like how they, they said, like her route did her dirty. So, uh-huh. um, so apparently the movie managed to fix some of the stuff, but, uh, so, I will definitely give credit for that, but we still ultimately do have the problem that I just don't find her that interesting as a character um so far. But we've got another movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else I had to say? I think that's all the stuff I can um think of right uh, off hand um the, the, again, there's the fact I do feel I, I wish they had made Sakura. I wish in the other routes they had given Sakura more to do. I I So that when you're going into this, you'd be saying, oh, yeah, okay. Let's see how it works out with her rather than, oh, uh, I guess she's an important character now. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, and the other thing is I'm kind of unclear. Maybe this was more clear in the game but why things are so different in this one. Like, uh, well, like Assassin, you know, changing and all that stuff. Why we get all this stuff with, um, like, Sakura's uh, grandfather when he apparently didn't even show up in the original routes. So, I don't know about that. And, no, there was one other thing I wanted to say, but it was related to that, but I'm trying to remember what it was. One other thing that is a little bothersome here, I'm noticing. So we get all this stuff about Sakura's backstory, some of which we did see in Fates here. Like, you know, her being violated with the worm stuff, her brother uh, uh apparently, like repeatedly forcibly having sex with her and stuff. And, uh, well, maybe I maybe saying and stuff right after I said that. Sounded crass, I apologized. Mm-hmm. But we have all that. And it just makes me think, so does that mean in you know, all the other routes, Sakura still went through all that and didn't ever get any real catharsis for it? Like, because remembering, at the end of Unlimited Blade Works, they decide, well, Shinji's a jerk, and, uh, but let's, you know, save his life and stuff, so, and, and you know, with the information they have, fine, but does that mean, like, he basically just gets off uh, for all that stuff he did to his sister? There's no resolution to it? It, it just feels weird that this stuff is so important and as far as we know in those other routes none of this gets resolved for her. Mm-hmm. It just makes it kind of always at the back of your mind where you're thinking, "Oh man, I liked Unlimited Blade Works cuz I like um Reine the most and that's her route, but man, in that route um Sakura doesn't like get any of this stuff resolved."
1: Mhm. Yeah. So
0: um So, yeah, I feel I just feel like there should have maybe the other route should have maybe done more to like do more with soccer and maybe giving her a little more resolution on some of these things. So, you know, I've spent like most of my time complaining about this, but I but I did like the movie on the whole.
1: Yeah, I liked it, too. Um, I like the second one a lot better than the first, but that comes with a caveat that. I accidentally watched the first one subtitled instead of dub. I, I wasn't paying the same amount twice to watch one movie. But, um, yeah, it, it was... It was pretty good. Um, I look forward to seeing what happens in the final route, although I, I don't really like Sakura at all, so... Um, I much prefer Tosaka to to her. Even I even prefer Saber to her. But um, we'll see what happens in this third movie.
0: Yeah, we'll see how it uh, concludes. Personally, I'd it's t- tricky to say. I I feel the first movie was more kind of consistent. This one had better, parts better than the first movie, but worse than the first movie it's kind of like um more of a uh flip-flopping it's more uneven i guess i um i, w- I wonder how it might have done if they had done the like i said real to newer version of the game if they had done that because a bunch of the stuff there is like more toned down i think like the stuff with shinji for example i don't know i think that was toned down also like uh to make it less explicit than was in the movie so i of course i've also seen some people say uh uh, i'm saying oh yeah you should read you should play that version of the game for the first two routes you skip so you don't have to deal with the badly written you know sex stuff but the problem but the problem with heaven's Feel is that some of that is actually kind of important so Mm -hmm. by that by not, by, not even just, like, the cutting out of that stuff, but toning down of other things, like, they say might hurt it. I, I don't know, it might have been better, it might have been worse, I, I mean, I haven't gone through these, so who knows. But, some of that, the more sexual stuff, I'm not sure I liked that much, but, uh, I don't know. Uh, especially when it just w- didn't seem to be present, at least in the anime version of Unlimited Blade Works or Fate Zero, so, uh. So yeah, it just seemed like a big jump in regards to that stuff. So in this random thing I'm in regards to the other uh things, I, I keep I keep coming back to that topic. I'm sorry. I all, <laughs> all 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 these cool like stuff that's going on, these fights, this stuff with like uh and, and I keep talking about um how about how the original thing uh, about the sex stuff. Um <laughs> but yeah, there's some good stuff. Some of the fights are pretty uh, cool to look at. Uh, I hope Berserker shows up the, again because it did seem like he really was just here to, like, job to Saber, unfortunately. To to Dark Saber or whatever her name was. But he did show up in the preview, so maybe he'll be back. But, of course, those previews are made, like, before they, like, really make much of the next movie. So who knows how accurate they are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is interesting. Oh right, the big thing. Uh, I I did like the fact we got a lot more of Ryder in this. I, I mentioned that I wasn't uh I wasn't in Unlimited Blade Works. I was kind of disappointed how she got taken out and didn't do much. And here she gets a lot of attention. It's and I'm like, okay, this is okay. I like Ryder. You're um that's that's much better. That that's one thing that I definitely really liked that we got to see more, uh with her um. Caster got the shaft, but again, she got a lot of attention in you know, Unlimited Blade works. That's the complicated thing of this. You have to look at them all together. Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, I, I think I would I think on the whole I would put the first as a little above this one. Cause this has some better stuff, but it has some worse stuff, and I think the first had a little more consistency for me. But it's close. I, I definitely feel both are worse and... um unlimited blade works but of course i'd be comparing if i want to compare this i'd probably compare this to the first two thirds of that and unlimited blade works was still great then it was only afterwards that they got to some of the more questionable stuff like you know when shiro and archer spend several episodes dialoguing with each other <laughs> yeah so we'll see uh, how um how it concludes after this and uh after that, we'll uh, get back into watching some more um, non tsunami TV series.
1: Yeah, we will. And um, I look forward to whatever we are going to do. Um, we we got Ren a girlfriend out of the way, so that won't be a hindrance anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know what we're going to watch next, but maybe you could... Uh, oh, that, that reminds me. Have those shows
0: gotten dubbed yet the ones I, I was I'm thinking of uh, yeah no not yet <laughs> so I don't know what we're. yeah I had the bright idea I'm, go, I'm going to watch the, uh, the first few epi- episode or two of all the new shows pick the ones that uh, suggest which ones look the best and you can try to choose among them and then we'll watch them dubbed except the ones that I thought were interesting are not the ones getting dubbed yet mm-hmm. for one of them they say well, w- a dub will be released later this month and I'm like, mm. oh, thanks. <laughs> so we'll see what we're what the situation is, um then. Maybe oh but uh yeah, I guess it's everything for now. Wow, we talk I talked more about those movies than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um and uh then we'll get the final one for next week. And uh unless you have anything else to say, I guess that's it, and we'll see you next week. Bye.